This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. All right, don't forget Roosters on Thursday, 1 to 6, with our friends from Coors Light, March Hoops here on the Blitz, giving you an opportunity to win a trip to the Midwest Regional there in Kansas City, which is tickets, three-night stay at a hotel, and also some spending cash. More on that coming up in a bit. But let's set up the hotline and welcome in Curtis Wilkerson, who's joining us now here on the Blitz 1170 from hogsports.com, part of the 247 Network. Curtis, what's going on today, man? How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Getting uh, getting a little excited here for postseason basketball. It's You know, it's March. We got... You know, conference tournaments, NCAA tournament, the the transfer portal is getting ready to heat up. So it's definitely a, a good time to follow some college hoops. Man, I forgot about the transfer portal opening back up sometime soon. So thank you I for, wish I could. for <laughs> reminding me on that. Um, so I heard, bear with me for just one second because it'll make sense, I promise. But I was listening to post-game comments the other night from uh, when the Mavericks beat the 76ers. And I just heard Kyrie Irving say, you know what? We just needed a win uh, with all the new moving parts that are happening. And then I look and see today that that Eric Musselman had said the exact same thing, that this team just needs a win right now. Uh, it really does seem that way because a three-game losing streak heading here into the NCAA tournament, it doesn't quite have the same oomph that we've seen from other uh, Muscleman coach teams heading into postseason play, but who knows, Curtis? A win could maybe send them in the right direction that they need to right now to be playing their best heading into postseason play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's that's fair and accurate. You know, it, it definitely has not been the end to the regular season that that Arkansas expected. Um, and you know, in fairness to them, the, those last three games, you know, at Alabama, at Tennessee. Uh, and then a you know a red hot Kentucky team to close out the year. That's not an easy stretch to finish with, but I certainly don't think they expected to go zero and three there. And you know there's a lot of opportunities to kind of pad their postseason resume. And man, they just haven't played that well. You know, despite the competition, some struggles at the at the free throw line. Uh, the team has has had a hard time with physicality lately, which is kind of its identity. Uh, you know, early in the season, the toughness that this group played with and. Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, some, some struggles for this team right now. I don't think the talent uh, has ever been in question with, with the Razorbacks, especially since Nick Smith made his return. But they're just not quite firing on all cylinders on both ends of the floor, and they're struggling to finish games. So, yeah, you know, you, I think momentum and confidence is a very real thing, uh, you know, for postseason play. Um, and, and, you know, maybe with the regular season wrapping up and they just kind of turn the page to this new – you know, season and get a, a fresh start and a clean slate. And, and, yeah, I think they definitely could use a win or two, at, you know, down in Nashville at the SEC tournament uh, just to get a little bit of their swagger back before Selection Sunday because, man, it's uh, the vibes are the vibes are a little bit off right now. I'm not going to lie. So can you tell that with the body language and how the team speaks about to the level of where they're at right now, even mentally and, and also physically at this time of the year? Yeah, I think it. I think it really showed. Uh, you know, on Saturday, Arkansas had a, a huge crowd. 
it was senior day. It was a whiteout at Bud Walton Arena. And, uh, you know, they were playing a, a Kentucky team that's, that's been really, really good lately. But they were also shorthanded without a couple of their guys, and they really took it to Arkansas. Uh, you know, the Razorbacks are usually really good about just finding ways to contain the other team's best player. They let Antonio Reeves get off for 37 points. And, you know, losing that game at home, you see the stands emptying out early in Bud Walton Arena. That's just – Man, you just don't expect that. And, you know, after the game, I thought you could tell. You know, Nick Smith Jr. even said, hey, yeah, you know, losing three games in a row to end the season, uh, yeah, it it does impact your your momentum and and confidence. You just got to find a way to shake back and, you know, continue to get in the gym and work and and be ready to play, you know, for the conference tournament. Uh, But, yeah, I I definitely think it's impacted them, and it's going to be a deal where the coaching staff and the players are going to have to kind of generate their own momentum uh, and positivity in the next few days. And, and, but, you know, like you said at the, at the beginning of the segment, they're just going to have to go out there and prove it. And, you know, winning is kind of the thing that cures all, and they've got a matchup against Auburn on Thursday. Uh, but I, I think if they win, you can see this thing turn around pretty quick. But, boy, if, if you lose that one, you, you, know, you drop four straight going into the dance. Uh, man, that's a, that's a tough situation to be in. So let's kind of go back over the Kentucky game. I mean, a lot of what missed opportunities, is that a fair way to put it? I mean, layups, free throws, uh, already playing against an incredibly hot team, typically with the way that Kentucky is playing towards the end of the season like this, I don't want to call you have to have a perfect game, but you just can't miss on the give-me's in a way which Arkansas seemed to do. Yeah, for sure. The, you know, the, the self-inflicted wounds really got them, and it was kind of wild. You know, Arkansas has been a team that's really struggled at times this year uh, with turnovers. And in this game, they had 14 assists to just six turnovers, one of their better performances of the year. Uh, but, man, they just couldn't finish. And, you know, you mentioned the layouts. Arkansas was 2 of 20 on shots around the rim. That's, uh, that's absurd. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> and you know, This is a, a Razorback team that – you know, entering that game, they were second in the SEC in two-point field goal percentage. So it's not like it's been a, you know, a prolonged issue for this group. But, man, there was a lid on that basket when the Hogs were around the rim on Saturday. And then free throws. You know, I, I think they missed a dozen free throws in this game. And that's really been an area where they've struggled throughout the course of the season. They're below 70% on the year. You know, the last four games, they're closer to 60%. And, you know, when, you get, when you're playing teams like Kentucky or Alabama or Tennessee – or once you get into postseason play, you know, these are going to be one, two possession games. You can't leave 12 free ones on the board. And, and so, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of a weird question to ask of a coach. You know, well, how do you shoot free throws better? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and the answer is you just, you just go up there and knock them down, right? And it's about reps and then just going up there with confidence in the moment under the pressure uh, and, and taking care of business up there. And they just haven't been able to do that lately. But, yeah, the uh, – you know, the self-inflicted wounds and, you know, the, the cliche of, you know, don't beat yourself. Arkansas really struggled uh, from that standpoint the last couple games here. How much of the ejection there that happened with Davis? And I know Kentucky went on a little bit of a run at that point, and I, I know it got close towards the end, but it just felt like with as fast-paced as what that thing had started off to there in the second half, and I know that was early on, like very early on that, but – but still, it felt like that that was just another – that's another one of those self-inflicted type things that you just can't have in a moment like that. Yeah, 100%. You're right. You can't have that. Um, you know, Arkansas had, had trimmed the deficit down there to three, uh, you know, and, and then Davis picks up four fouls, including two techs in the span of seven seconds. 
Uh, and, you know, so as a result, for one, you know, Kentucky makes all four free throws and, and then they knock down a jumper. Uh, so that's a six-point swing right there. So a three-point deficit turns to nine without, you know, the clock barely moving. Uh, and then you've got, you know, the, the, the coaches All-SEC awards came out today. You know, Devo Davis is on the all-defensive team because he draws the opponent's best perimeter player every single game. And more often than not, he keeps them under their average. And, and so you've got a guy who's on a heater like Antonio Reeves and your best defender is not on the floor. He's also been your best three-point shooter who had already knocked down a couple in, in this game. And he's off the floor also, you know, for 18 minutes. So, yeah, you, you just kind of hand six points to Kentucky there and, and take a critical piece off the floor. That's, that's going to be really, really hard to overcome against a good team. And, uh, and Arkansas wasn't able to do it. So uh, Curtis Wilkinson is our guest uh, here on the uh, Blitz 1170, uh, talking a little Arkansas here. Um, you had said something that I've often wondered, like, how do you ask a question about free throws, coach? How do you just get better at that? But if if it's not necessarily free throws, what are some of the main questions for you about just the team in general heading into SEC tournament play, areas where they clearly need to improve on if – because there's an opportunity here, right, Curtis? I mean, if you just were to take a step back and look and say, all right, they might have an opportunity if they play like they should for one one more quad one win or quad two wins. Not that that's going to affect anything as a whole in terms of just major impacts on the resume, but there's still a really good opportunity here for this team if they can get right to get a couple of really good wins. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, I, I think looking at, at the SEC tournament path, if, if it goes according to chalk, uh, you know, and there aren't any crazy upsets or anything like that, I mean, they could play up to four quad one games, you know, if they made it all the way to Sunday. So definitely a, an opportunity for some good competition there on a neutral floor like you're going to see, you know, at the NCAA tournament. But in terms of things they need to, to do a little bit better, um, yeah, obviously the free throws. The finishing around the rim is something the last couple games that, that has crept up, but they've been good from that standpoint most of the year. Uh, you know, a couple things that stand out to me is physicality. You know, this has been such a tough uh, and gritty team. They've, they've almost kind of embraced that villain role at times this year. Uh, they've really struggled with some of these, you know, big physical teams like Tennessee and Kentucky the last couple games. So, you know, playing a little bit tougher I, I think is going to be a, a key for Arkansas but then it really just comes down to poise and the ability to finish games the right way. You know, this Razorback team uh, could be a lot different story for them at this point in the season if they were able to finish. You know, they've had five games this season uh, that they've lost by three points, most of those either on the road or, or on neutral floors. Uh, and it comes down to late-game execution. You know, who's going to be the guy that can go get you a bucket when you need a bucket? And then who's going to get you a stop? Because most of this season, you know, Arkansas has been in the top 10 to 15 and adjusted defensive efficiency, a lot of the reason for that is because they've had great rim protection and great defense inside the arc. They're really good about running teams off the three-point line and kind of funnel them inside to that length where they can disrupt shots. Uh, and it's just really gone by the wayside over the last week or two here. So they got to get back to their defensive identity, play tougher, and then just get over the hump and start finishing some of these close games. What's the approach from Musselman? Uh, last one from me. I uh, read a few comments on him on just his general thoughts on the SEC tournament, and I know he feels like that they need a win here. Um, even with a team that metric-wise will tell you they're in the tournament, kind of on that nine-seed line right now, um, but is this an instance where that you you look at this if you're Eric Musselman and say, 
you still take the approach almost like you're fighting for your tournament life? Is that the best approach for Arkansas right now? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, sometimes you hear that that you know making a deep run in the SEC tournament doesn't necessarily help you because you know most of the bracketing and the seeding is probably done by Saturday, and you just, you just might kind of wear yourself out. But I think Arkansas, you know, we talked about earlier, they need to win games first of all. I, I think it's going to help them a lot with their confidence. Uh, but they've just got some things to figure out, and you know, we, we talked about some of the problem areas for this team uh, that they need to clean up, and, and then also, you know. Nick Smith Jr. hasn't been back that long, so this team is still kind of reinventing itself and finding its identity uh, with Smith back in the lineup. We're still trying to, you know, tinker with the rotations a little bit, find the sets that work, get guys settled into their roles, and I just think it's going to take more than one game uh, for Arkansas to do that. So if they're going to be firing on all cylinders for the NCAA tournament, uh, maybe they could benefit from having two, three, uh, or even more games in Nashville this week. So, yeah, I think there's definitely a sense of urgency uh, they feel like their backs are against the wall. They know how important it is for them to kind of swing momentum back in their favor. But I also think there's a, a lot of benefit to just the minutes of continuity that comes with playing on the floor and, and making a run in a tournament situation like this. So they're going to be playing their best ball next week. Absolutely, Curtis. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Uh, have fun uh, there in Nashville. Always appreciate you uh, coming on with us here in Tulsa, and uh, we'll do it again once uh, the tournament bracket gets released, man. Looking forward to it. You got it. Sounds good. I appreciate you guys. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.